Hello and welcome to another episode of Experience with Valitsani. Real Madrid and Paris Saint-Germain lost important games. Are we going to watch Manchester City against Liverpool in the Champions League final? Can Wolverhampton grab Europa League spot? And more. Manchester United played against Atletico Madrid in the second leg of the Champions League and they lost and now the question is, is this Ronaldo's last season playing in the Champions League? Because we cannot expect United to qualify for the Champions League next season because both Tottenham and Arsenal are in a better spot to do that. And what can be the other option for Ronaldo? Because there is not a lot of teams right now that that can pay his salary and there is not a, not a lot of teams that would actually want him in my opinion. So, if I'm trying to see the only solution for Ronaldo, if he wants to play in the Champions League once like, uh, in the next season as well, I think Paris Saint-Germain is the only option, because they will probably lose both Mbappé and Messi, and I think that Paris Saint-Germain will replace two of them with Ronaldo and Salah. Now, Atletico Madrid did won that game. But honestly, I hate the way they play, especially right now. A lot of people are, t- are talking about Simeone's influence on that Atletico Madrid's team and how they played since he came. And that was fine. Playing like this was fine. Back then, when he didn't have any of the good players he does right now, we know that there was talent, but there, the whole team wasn't prepared to play in the Champions League. 10 years ago like they are right now because now when you look just look at their strikers they have Joao Felix they have Griezmann Suarez Carrasco Lemar Correa so with that many players there you cannot be surprised that they are winning against bigger teams and you can be surprised when you see the way that he set up the game against United and any other team that he plays in against in Champions League because they are defensively oriented and they will play like that for as long as he is in the team so if Atletico wants to actually achieve anything in the next few years and not to waste many of these players talents they have to replace their coach because now Simeone if I look at him I think that he can go to some other team that is trying to rebuild and do those kind of things but if you're already in big team that is performing I or is supposed to performing well you cannot keep doing these things like this in this game United's defense showed us once again how bad like they can be and in that during that cross both Varane and Dalo were out of position they had no idea about players around them and Varane didn't change anything since he came to Manchester United because Lindelof was bad in the air and we knew that but if Varane is here and you paid a lot of money to get him, wouldn't you expect for him to be more influential there and to help? Actually, you cannot help Maguire because he is awful about but you should help him at least in the air. But now Atletico Madrid will play against Manchester City, and I'm thinking that we are in for two boring games because... Manchester United was able to control the ball and have a lot of possession against Atletico Madrid. And when you look at Manchester City's team and how they play against everyone, what can we expect? I expect Manchester City to have like 80% possession 
and I expect boring game unless Atletico Madrid actually concedes two or more goals in the first game, then we can expect a bit more from them in the second leg. Chelsea finished the job against Lille, and the next team they will play against is Real Madrid. And I think that this is the game, the only game in this stage that we cannot see the winner, because both at, both Real Madrid and Chelsea are in solid forms, excluding that game Real Madrid played against Barcelona. And looking even at the players, I feel like they are up there. Both of the teams have a lot of talent, some older players. So I, I think this is the only match where it will be hard to predict the winner. Now Benfica, they managed to surprise Ajax and they will play against Liverpool. And I guess if you are looking to play against somebody and have at least a bit chance, you wouldn't want to play against Liverpool. So maybe after this loss from Ajax, this pushes Ten Hag to change, switches the team, and maybe we can see actually see him in Manchester United next summer. Villarreal showed Juventus how to play in the Champions League, and I loved that they didn't just defend for the whole game. They scored three times against Juventus, but they didn't have a lot of luck because they will play against Bayern Munich in the next leg. So we cannot expect them to do actually anything that game. But we didn't expect them to go this far. So maybe they can surprise us. But looking at those two teams and players they have, Villarreal should be worried. And looking at this draw, I'm kind of thinking that we will look at Manchester City against Liverpool final. And Liverpool is looking like the team that can win everything, unless Bayern Munich manages to beat them. But I don't think that Bayern is at their level right now. On Sunday, we probably had the biggest game that we can have in Europe, and that's Barcelona against Real Madrid. I know that Barcelona is looking good right now. They are in form and Real Madrid had some players missing, but I did not expect Barcelona to be that good and actually score four times without any issues. Because if Barcelona actually wanted, in the second half, they could score like three to four more goals. Imagine conceding four times and still having Courtois as best player in your team. And I think that even though Alain Ancelotti, he is the main man that we should be looking at after this loss. Because he tried to experimenting with a few things. Benzema didn't, wasn't available for this match. So he was playing with four midfield players. And both Madrid and Valverde and Rodrigo were supposed to play as a striker or right wing or midfield player. So that all of those positions were supposed to be liquid and those players should change their positions and look for the space and all of that. But that didn't work at all. Vinny and Rodrigo didn't have any influence on the game. And Araujo was the player that impressed me actually quite a lot because as for the centre-back, we know that he's strong, but he showed how fast he can be and how good he can defend against Vinny. That was one of the best dribbler uh, players that can dribble in the La Liga. Also, the experiment with 
three centre-backs in the second half that Ancelotti tried with Casemiro playing as centre-back next to Nacho and Militao didn't work. And I don't know why he waited for so long to to change that Nacho and Carvajal on the right peg for Lucas Vasquez. Because Vasquez showed that he can defend against Mbappé and Neymar in the Champions League. We know that he's faster. He His fitness is quite good. He can cover a lot of ground during the games. So why wait for so long? Because Ferran Torres was destroying Carvajal and later Nacho. Even on, in, on the right wing where Dembele was, he had such an ease playing against Nacho. And Ancelotti didn't have a lot of players that he can actually change there, but Vasquez was supposed to go in the match earlier than he did. Once Kamavinga and some other players came in, like Mariano, they didn't change anything. Mariano, I don't think he touched the ball more than once actually during that game. So this actually shows us how much Real has to improve over the summer how many players they actually need because if without Benzema team looked awful. Midfield players like Cross and Kanzamiro, we know how good they can be, but they are aging and they cannot perform consistently as they used to, especially Cross. Now Barcelona they had great January transfer window because Ferran, Adama and Aubameyang are playing really well especially and Dembele is looking better every week I don't know what's gonna happen with this contract but looking at the way he's playing now and with some good rotation so he doesn't get injured a lot I think that he can be great player for them if he decides decides to sign new contract now Hopamayang looks like it looks like he all he needed was change of the, uh, of the team because looking at his last few months in the Arsenal, he was terrible. He not just that he didn't score at all, he didn't move moved a lot, he didn't get in the position to shoot and actually he was just terrible. He was more damaging the team that he actually helped them. Now in Barcelona things are looking up and we can see that connection from Borussia Dortmund between Dembele and Aubameyang. They are looking really well. But what Barcelona has to feel good about is that midfield. Because De Jong, Pedri and later on Gavi were amazing. And all of them are quite young and they have great midfield for the next 7-10 to 10 years. Paris Saint-Germain also played their big game in the, uh, in the League 1. They played against Monaco. Messi was not available for that game, but even though to concede three times against Monaco and to lose that and to lose like that is just embarrassing. And after these few games for Paris Saint Germain, after Real Madrid, Debacle, and this Monaco game, I feel like Mbappe is leaving for sure. And we'll just have to wait to see about Neymar and Messi. Messi should have place back in Barcelona, but Neymar is the one that should be scared for his career because if he wants to go somewhere else with his contract and everything and his mental state right now because he doesn't look like he wants to play, he's just there to have fun. And I don't think Neymar will have a lot of options in the summer he wants to leave. 
we didn't have too many games in Premier League because uh, of the FA Cup, so none of the big four teams played. On the Friday, we had a game between Wolverhampton and Leeds, and Wolverhampton just keeps disappointing me. They played few good games over the last few weeks, but from the moment that I said they have a chance to play in the Europa League, they started to lose game after game. And even this in this game against Leeds, where they had the lead and they managed to lose all of that and concede three times, I don't know. They will probably play in the Conference League, but looking at the team and your competition, you had so many chances to go above Tottenham and Manchester United and even West Ham, and you just didn't use them. So I don't know what Wolverhampton has to change. I think the team has a lot of talented players. Probably the defense is the worst part of the team, but still they cannot. If if the defense is the worst part of the team, and I'm seeing that when I look at the names that play in that defense, they are and they still have eleven games where they kept clean sheet. The only teams that did that more than them are Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, and Manchester City. So with that defense, you still have eleven clean sheets, and you just have to be better. You have to score in the, those smaller games when you play against teams like Leeds, Crystal Palace, or all of those opponents that are at your level or they are a bit worse than you and you lose those games, you cannot expect to be in Europe. Arsenal played against Aston Villa and Saka scored once again. Arsenal won that game, but it wasn't easy because in the second half they struggled to keep the possession and Aston Villa was really pushing them but in the end Aston Villa didn't have enough. But now Aston Villa has Traore, Bailey back, everyone is, most of, at least most of the teams is healthy so Gerard will have to do something because looking at a team with Coutinho in form like this, Ramsey in form like this, team should be at least in the conference league. But I know that Gerard wasn't here for the whole season and he had some time to experiment with the team and to prepare because next season has to be the one. We had two more games. Leicester played against Brentford and they won all three points in that game. And the last game of the day was between West Ham United and Tottenham. And West Ham was tired after that game in the Europa League where they had to play 120 minutes against Sevilla. At least they managed to win that game and go on, but in against Tottenham they didn't show a lot because we know that Bowen is injured, defense is not at uh, their best state right now because they are missing few players and we couldn't expect them to actually do anything against Tottenham, especially with Son playing like he did during this weekend.